Swamiji, you mentioned in a recent program about the detrimental effect of rock music. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Well, music is according to the chakras in the spine. That the music that is in the upper chakras is in the lower chakras, let's begin with that. Rock music is very much rooted in the, in the legs and the feet and the lower part of the body. And so it's very heavy emphasis on, on the first beat. That emphasizes the ego. Listening to rock music, music, we're made of vibration. We come from Om. Om is the vibration, the vibratory reality of the whole universe. This universe is in a state of vibration. When the vibration ceases, you have the calmness of spirit beyond creation. So that vibration, which I've compared to a rising and falling waves on an ocean, there it's vibration. And that vibration is of many different types. But the grosser vibration is the material. And the grossest material vibration is in the lower chakras. And the grossest music is that kind of music which will influence your lower nature, your ego, your anger, mm -hmm. all those qualities. I said that that region where that woman who tried to commit suicide and was failed, and her near-death experience was very different from what other people have had. Because not many people go to the lower regions, but many uh, compared to uh, the lot, the, the number of people on this planet, many do. Mm. The majority don't, but many do. And uh, when, you, when she heard that kind of music, she found it was very compatible with the vibration of that lowest region. I remember one time I was new on the path and I didn't know anything about uh, all of these things of possession and so it was totally new to me. And I thought, I'd like to know more about this. And I remember I had a dream one time. It's still clear in my mind. I was at a party and I said, well, it's time for me to meet a disembodied spirit. I just wanted to know what was this all about, you know. So I went out of that room and I can still see the bare floorboards and the single light bulb dangling in the center. And I stood in the center of the room and I said, okay, now let me see, what's this all about? All of a sudden the floorboards began to rise and fall and I began to feel myself being drawn out of the window. And uh, I wasn't sure I could fight that energy. And so I called out my guru's name and suddenly it disappeared. But the sound that came in that lower region, which of course those entities live in, was a very sort of like a motor room, very sort of a low vibration. Mm -hmm. And that too is what rock and roll in, induces in you. In rock, in uh, waltz music, it's more graceful, but it's still lower. The higher kind of music Quite truthfully, the best kind of music I know is my own music <laughs> because I get it from God. I ask him to tell me what to do and it comes from there. I don't try to do it myself. I don't try to say, well, I wanted to go this way or this way. I say, I want a song that, or a melody that says this, this and this and this. Give me a melody that says it and instantly the melody will be there. And other good music to listen to? would be what? Classical music, but not all classical music. Music that soothes, that harmonizes, that uh, uplifts you. There's some music 
Jesu Joy of Manzizaring by Bach. Beautiful. Some of that music of Bach is very thrilling. And the same thing, Beethoven to my mind, it's beautiful, it's stupendous, it's magnificent, it's very ego-centered. Mm. He seems to want to impose his values on everybody else. Mm. And uh, it irritates me for that reason. It's, I have to say I love it, but it still is something wrong. What about Mozart? Mozart's the best of all. I know Bach and then Mozart. Mm. Bach, however, is a little too mechanical. Mm. And the Mozart, he didn't compromise ever. He gave you the melodies that came to him. And uh, that, that's very good music. Still, it's not that uplifting, because he himself was not that uplifted a person. Often music can put you in a state of emotionalism. Yes. And that's to yes. be avoided. But I think the music you listen to, the music you sing, the music you play, this is very important. I have written over 400 pieces of music, over 100 songs, and uh, I do think that they're valid, that they, they're a valid way of helping people to raise their consciousness. Well, I mean, if you had to pick a melody that expresses that upliftment of your, from your music, what would it be? I think that my favorite melody and my favorite piece song is Love is a Magician. Mm. Love is all I know, sun rays on the snow, of a winter long in darkness without song. Oh, my heart's afire, burning all desire, only you remain and life again. Too long I did stray, flung lifetimes away. Imagined you did not care. I know now your smile was mine all the while. I listened and love was there. I can't breathe for love. All the stars above call to me, come home. Life's waves all land in foam. Only love can heal all the pain I feel. What a fool was I to turn away. Beautiful. And you know, there's this movie I saw. It's a 1949 movie called Come to the Stable. And there's a melody in that taken from Plain Chant. And that too is spiritual mu uh, music. And uh, it was created for the purpose of monks and nuns chanting in the chapel. And uh, they wrote a song to this, which was very worldly. And uh, I wrote another song, another words to the same song, and changed the melody slightly, but very slightly. Through a long and lonely night, I whisper your name. Through the pains and joys of life, my plea stays the same. Tempt me no longer, this world's not for me. I have known all its charms. Fold me now in your arms, make me free. And I think that too is a beautiful song. It's not my melody. 
So Swamiji, when these things come to you, do they come fully formed? Are they you hear, come fully formed. And you hear harmonies with it already? Often I hear harmonies, not always, but often I do. And what does the harmony element bring to the piece? How does that add to it? Well, you know, it's interesting. A melody spe speaks more of aspiration. The uh, um, harmony is your attunement with that aspiration. Hmm. And the beat is uh, your ego involvement. Hmm. And so Indian music, tabla, drums. That is a, the very complex rhythm of the tabla drums. You have to come down to the downbeat. You have to express that. But it's very much more sophisticated and it uplifts the consciousness. And it doesn't emphasize the ego. It doesn't, where the rock music does. And jazz music of the 1940s, that did. So other religious And music? then syncopation's another thing. There's a 1917 song. When those fin when those finale hoppers start hopping around. <laughs> 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 well it's sort of jagged. And it takes you out of your center. So a harmonious a rhythm is something that keeps you centered. It you don't want harmony or rhythm that is boring. You have to vary. You have to have some syncopation. But the syncopation is sort of a surprise. Mm. And you have to have a certain dissonance that can be resolved. Life without any problems becomes boring. Sounds like so, but really, music expresses human consciousness. And I talked of the, the need to introduce a surprise and the need to introduce a, um, disharmony in order to resolve the harmony and so on. Mm -hmm. Those are human considerations. We need that in human life, too. And uh, so true music will reflect human life in the higher octave rather than the low. It's important to choose your music wisely. It's extremely important. When people listen to music that makes their minds agitated, how can they know peace? You find people today <laughs> it's, just, it's just absurd. Swamiji, it probably reflects on a national level as well. It does. It reflects on, on a world level. Rock and roll has gone all over the world, and we're living in an age of great violence. Mm. And more and more violence likely to come. We're bringing it on ourselves. But if you live a more peaceful life, you automatically are not attracted to that kind of music. Swami, what, in your own life, what kind of music inspired you before you began writing music? Well, my, my favorites were then Beethoven. I began listening to classical music with Beethoven. But I liked any melody that uplifted, any melody that uh, calmed, any melody that was harmonious. I did not like swing music. I tried to become popular for a while, <laughs> as teenagers may. <laughs> And I even sang for a band for a while. Hmm. But uh, really, I did not like it, and I rejected that. I liked music that brought me more in tune with my higher nature. Schubert wrote a song, Who is Sylvia? Who is Sylvia? What is she? That didn't fit the words at all. But I wrote a melody for that song of Shakespeare's. Who is Sylvia? What is she? That all our swains commend her. 
holy, fair, and wise is she. The heaven such grace did lend her, that admired she might be, that admired she might be. And so even in ordinary songs, you can make them more be beautiful. And I think that fits the vibration of Shakespeare much better, of that song of Shakespeare, much better than what Schubert did. The same with Hark, Hark the Lark. He had Hark, Hark the Lark, a seven-gate thing, but it's really Hark, Hark the Lark. So I have Hark, Hark the Lark, at heaven's gate sings, and Phoebus gains our eyes, his steeds to water at those springs on chaliced flowers that lies. Mm. And so with that, I think I, tuning into the essence of the song, you should get the right music, and he failed in that, mm -hmm. in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, you're welcome.